about Lewis, knowing he was coming out. She made sure his room was ready. She aired it and asked Mary to make up the bed, and saw it was dusted, and then she closed the door again. It was a hot summer, and it had become a habit to leave the French doors to the garden open, and the inside was often as warm as the outside. Alice went to her room and checked her face, and then went down to the kitchen and spoke to Mary about supper. Then she sat in the drawing room by the empty grate and tried to read. The platform at Waterford was empty. Lewis walked down the steps without seeing anyone. The road had trees arching over it, and sunlight came through the branches and dappled the road. Lewis walked with his head down, and when he heard a car behind, he kept to the side, not looking. The car stopped. Hey, I know you. He looked into the open-topped car at the blonde girl driving. It was Tamsin Carmichael, and she smiled at him. Hello, Tamsin. I'd no idea you were back. Well, just. Hop in. He didn't move. Are you getting in or not? He got in next to her. The car was an Austin, and Tamsin wore short white gloves and a pale summer dress. Lewis didn't look at her after the first look, but out of the car at the country going by. How's it feel? she asked, as if he'd just scored a century in a cricket match. You've missed absolutely nothing, I can assure you. Caroline Foster got married, but apart from that, I don't think a single thing's happened. Home, is it? If that's all right. Not exactly what you'd call a detour. Tamsin let him out at the end of his drive and drove off. The sound of her car faded. Lewis didn't think she knew what it meant to him for her to be nice like that. But then he forgot about her, because his father's house was ahead, and he was home. He walked up to the house and felt as if he was doing it in a dream. When he knocked, Alice opened the door immediately, smiling very brightly. Lewis! Alice, you knew I was coming. We knew they were releasing you. Sorry. Hello. He went into the house and she shut the door and they looked at each other in the dim hall for a moment and then she kissed his cheek. You've grown, she said. We just didn't know whether to expect you. You look so different. Your room's ready. Lewis went upstairs and Alice stood in the hall, wondering if she should phone Gilbert and tell him Lewis was back. It was like having a man in her house she didn't know. He had been in prison, and she had no idea what he'd been through there, and he had never been predictable. She felt alarm, but Gilbert would have left his office already, and there was no phoning him. Lewis's bedroom was roughly the same size as his last cell in Brixton. He put his case on the bed and went over to the window and lit a cigarette and looked out at the garden. There was a blue bottle crashing against the glass. It went straight at the panes in a series of small assaults, hitting itself, trying to get out and not getting out, and trying again. The mantelpiece clock had a light metallic chime and the sound of it striking six reached Lewis in his room. Alice started to assemble the ingredients for her jug of pims, which would be ready at exactly 6.30, just before Gilbert walked through the door. She made a small one for herself as a taster to get the mix right. When Lewis heard his father's key in the door, he went to the top of the stairs. Gilbert stood in the doorway with his briefcase in his hand. Alice came out of the drawing room and watched them. Gilbert took off his hat. You're home. 
Yes, sir. Come with me. He said it quietly, but with rage. Gilbert, come. Lewis started down the stairs to his father and followed him out of the house. They got into the car without a word. Gilbert drove quite fast towards the village, and Lewis didn't need to ask him where they were going. It was hard to be next to his father again, and to have his presence filling the car up like that. Gilbert pulled over and turned off the engine. Lewis stared down at his hands. He'd been going to make a promise. He'd been going to make his speech and his promise and reassure his father, but now he couldn't even raise his eyes, and Gilbert said, Look, can't you? He looked obediently. The church was ahead of them, warm with evening sunshine. It's just the same, said Lewis. Yes.